welcome to Six Points Coaching, the podcast. Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Six Points Coaching, the podcast. Today's episode is a continuation of the conversation we're having with Eloise Muller, who is the captain of the Subiaco Rogers Cup squad. Uh, so if you missed the last episode, yeah, you would have missed out on getting to hear a little bit of her journey, how she went from netball to footy and how she made it into the Rogers Cup team and made it to become captain. Yeah, in today's episode, we're going to be talking a bit more about the nitty-gritty stuff around football. Um, one that I'm really excited to talk about is the injury prevention training program she's done um, and how that set her up for success and durability, like so she doesn't get injured in footy. Uh, in future episodes, we're going to be discussing a fair bit about the nitty-gritty stuff around game strategy, reading the play, getting as much of the ball around the ground and using it as effectively as possible to um, really yeah, impact the game as best as you can. So there's so much that we're going to be unpacking in future episodes as well, so definitely stay tuned. Anyway, that's enough from me now. Let's keep going with the chat with Eloise. Did you struggle, like your physical side of adapting from netball where it's quite stop-start on your body to footy? Like let's say when you kick, you sometimes kick and you are still in a running motion and you keep running, whereas obviously like netball. It's very stop-start. Yeah, because like when I went into net, mixed netty, for the first year I played, I got cold stepping every time because I'm so <laughs> used to in footy catching it, going, going for your kick, and then like as soon as you've released it, you're going still. And so my feet are still moving. There was this one lady, though, that she said like pretty much like, dude, you're going to get cold stepping every time with that running technique. Like jump higher, land on two feet, you'll be fine. And so I had to adapt. Go back to netter basic. Yeah, and so... I suppose let's flip it the other way because you were netballed a footy. Did you have any of that kind of stuff where you had to kind of go far out? This is actually completely different on my body. Um, at first, no, because I was still doing so much netball and footy at the same time. So I guess the ground differences being on grass compared to concrete, um, I found touch wood that I wasn't getting injured as much or if I was getting hurt, like I'd get some gnarly bruises. And yeah. Like, yeah, battle scars. Speaking of which, your sister got a gnarly bruise a couple of weeks ago <laughs> in our team at Kareen. Um <laughs> The bruises are in like when someone steps on your leg and you've got like a boot bruise on you and you rock up. Like back then I was rocking up to school being like, make sure that everyone can see my bruise. Yes. Um, Not the princess anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was like the tough, tough gal. Um, but yeah, no, I, the concrete to grass, it's not as taxing on your joint, but at the same time, when I transitioned into footy from netball, I was still doing a lot of netball. So it wasn't really like noticeable and like, I was probably the fittest I've ever been Hmm. in that stage. So (laughs) translating into footy now, I've actually, the other day I noticed, I was like, when I'm catching the ball, I'm still catching it sometimes like I'm catching a netball. So, like, I'm getting ready to go, like, pass it off again. But it's not not, not netball, obviously. It's football. Yeah. Um, but just, like, the way I'm catching, I'm like, wow, this is how I catch a netball, not a footy. Yeah. <laughs> it's – you definitely bounce back a lot quicker, I think, from footy. You obviously still get a bit sore and, like, 
I think I've got fingerprints on my back at the moment from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so you find out some, it, I, it just depends on the person you are, I guess. Like, I'm not a whinger. So I, whatever happens, like, I'm like, cool. The battle scars are on. Yeah, I'm always strapping my ankles from netball, but. Yeah, so that's the other thing, like like you said, the concrete to the grass. Like the girls that um, I coach that have come from the netball backgrounds, all of them have got the braces on their ankles and all that sort of stuff. And I just think, uh, yeah, I wonder how long it's going to be before you actually get a, a number of players coming through that, well, like a whole team coming through where you don't have any braces, mm. as in these girls have only played grass footy or something and their joints are still in good shape or whatever, you yeah. know what I mean? Because, yeah, so, mo- so many of the girls have made the switch from netball and, yeah, their knees or their ankles are always in um, in the rough, <laughs> yeah. rough well, spots. Well, I was super lucky because I uh, did a gym program, which was injury prevention. So it was all about um, girls when they hit puberty, their hamstrings stop developing. So you have to build, so boys, their their hamstrings keep strengthening and strengthening, whereas girls actually have to focus on strengthening their hamstrings because of the hip shape and our knees cave in a lot more because of the way our hips are. Um, So I did, I actually was one of the first people in the program with Mandy Hopper. Um, She focused on netball athletes and preventing injuries. So Mondays and Wednesdays at like 5.30 in the morning, I'd go to like a 45-minute gym class. And I found that a lot of my athletic strength, like I've I've had to, I stopped once I graduated high school, but I've found that the things I did there has helped my footy because of my, like the way I land and stuff like that. And you find that I personally me I've never gone to ankle braces I, they're just like so clunky and your ankle I've worn them like once or twice and the mobility in your ankle I don't think suitable for footy because it pretty much just holds that ankle in one spot so strapping's always been the go-to for me but I guess even like two weeks ago we had a girl and you like you twinge your ankle where you like land funny and it's just like ah like this is like not good but then like you kind of run it off and it's fine because your ankles are so used to it you just bounce back Mm. yeah so that injury prevention gym workout is really interesting because it's it's not commonly prescribed especially for teenagers and especially for local levels it's kind of like if you're in the you know um ais and all that kind of stuff then they obviously have resources for that yeah, I just wonder, like, how, it, obviously you've you've been able to experience it. Like if it was more accessible and it was the sort of thing that local girls could do as well, you just wonder how much more talent would actually get through the oh. to the top level with less injuries happening, you know? Even just like strength, like because you can go to the gym and be like, oh, yeah, I go to the gym and you just do like random programs. Mm. But it's like having a specific program which – focused on landing and performance and we did do a lot of like lateral hopping like jumping up a box explosive power like Mm. making it tailored to sports even though it's netball it also helped with my footy and like i something about it just like looking back now i'm like this helped me so much yeah i would have been in 
I wouldn't be where I am in my sporting career, I guess, without like doing specific training to performance rather than just going to the gym. To look good for summer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when I, girl summer. <laughs> it's like I um some of my girls at local level, um, they need some motivation and so like sometimes there'll be like a okay, you did this so it's a punishment and it'll be like an exercise. Sometimes I don't like doing that because I don't want exercise to be looked as a negative thing. Mm. But the occasional ones where it will be like, oh, no, I need to actually cause some pain here, you know. Yeah. And I'll be like, all right, girls, it's lunges from wherever we are now to the closest light post. Some and of then, them wouldn't be able to get through that. Yeah, well, most of the girls, when they first happened, were like, this is torture, Cambo. Like, I don't like you anymore. And then one girl randomly decides, like, well, this is going to help us for summer girls. And then all of a sudden they're all like, oh. That's okay then. And then they're all willing to do it. I'm like, this isn't a punishment anymore. Like, yeah. Even like running up hills, I'm like, girls, get your glutes firing. Like, <laughs> we're going up. But um, I think one of the real interesting things about what I've seen in girls' footy is that you see people run, but you don't see someone like really use their power and their muscles. But it's like, yeah, you're using your muscles, but it's like use them to their full potential. It's also like education. So when I started that program, I was, I think, 12 and it was part of her master's study. So she's got a master's in like strength and conditioning and she specializes in females. And it was, I can link the education that I learned from the program because she explained like, we do this to do this. This is what will help you in this. So it was a lot of education as well as actually going into the gym and like knowing that if and like it's even just like like sport smarts like if I want to get rid of my player I'm going to change of pace to change pace what do I need to do for my body yeah so I think it's just like understanding your own body I guess like how you can use your body to do different things because you have to kind of like like decelerate accelerate yeah change direction all that stuff because like some people it's like take running for example some people are really good long distance runners some people are sprinters Mm. like because i'm a long distance runner that's why i use that example like i can't sprint to save my life but it's just tailoring it to your body to i guess do what you want to do so mm. if i want a change of pace i'll go a bit slower and then accelerate off yeah rather than some people who are at a faster pace and then they're like that change of pace is slight yeah. rather that than that like slow to really fast like one thing i remember when i was doing my degree so my stuff's more specializing in the technical stuff the biomechanics of our, how our bodies move and the technique, and this is why we want to kick the footy this way or we drop the ball this way because then it allows our legs to move in this direction, etc. So my stuff's, well, that's probably more where my passion was. But, like, the strength and conditioning isn't my strong suit. But one of my strength and conditioning coaches said, in your spare time, just have your brain working over time. Like, you look at the body part you want to tense and you try and tense it. And gradually, you'll like, if you can tense all your muscles, then you know those muscles exist and then all of a sudden it's like you've kind of flicked that switch to be like I can control that muscle when I need it you know and it's like those you know um, Terry Crews from you know Brooklyn on on how he can flex his pecs <laughs> like I can't do that because I don't have pecs but like it's those kind of things where you can kind of like isolate that one 
muscle and you can control it with your mind. So when you're out there on footy, obviously you're not thinking about it, but you know those muscles are there. You know they can switch on when you need them. And it's it sounds like it's almost away with the fairies, almost the way I'm saying it, but it's actually like so important behind the scenes, the ability to just know all your muscles and rely on them and turn them on when you need them and you just push that extra bit. But it, when going back to what you are saying about that burst of speed as in like you might be a slow grind and then just accelerate when you need to that's one of the things that you've got that i've noticed in your game especially since you've been playing in the midfield is you've been able to see the ball only a few meters away from you and you're in that like jogging to get around the footy in the right space but then as that footy hits the ground and you've got that two meters of like this is my footy you just appear at the footy in no time at all it's like boing you know and and that's like such a talent in itself that closing speed but then also while you're moving flat stack to be able to pick up the footy cleanly is hard work especially when you've got someone who's probably about to come and shoulder you <laughs> and then to get the hand pass away there's like, a bit of fear in there yeah. <laughs> i better pick this thing up <laughs> yeah so like that in itself is a real talent and not many of the girls um at, at like the local and rogers levels have that um is that something that you've consciously worked on? Like, have you consciously been doing, like, have the ball rolling along, along the ground and you know, okay, this is how I'm going to pick it up? Or is it something that's just over time you just gradually picked up again and again? You know what I mean? I think it's just over time. Like, even just, like, a lot of it, I still think about netball because I've still, like, I spent, I think I played netball for about eight years before I switched to footy. Or not eight years, but like I've played netball eight years compared to say my five years of footy. So it's like moving that knowledge I have from netball to footy, like slowly like trotting around the ball, like not necessarily being used. Like that's my center coming in being like, I'm reading the play, what's going on? Hmm. What can I do? Um, And then I don't know. Yeah. I kind of just like, I'm, I've been practicing but like at the same time it's kind of just like becoming more and more natural just from playing yeah like actual games like because you can roll the ball and stuff like that to yourself or against the wall or whatever yeah days but like actually doing it in a game when you're like oh shit someone's gonna come get me yeah well that's the game changer right like you're about to get hit versus oh yeah the 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 sun's (laughs) shining nicely (laughs) yeah yeah no that's it there we have it thank you again for listening to another episode of six points coaching the podcast and thanks to eloise for being on the insight she provided there was awesome around the training programs the injury prevention and like when she goes to the gym how she wants to train for specific results such as change of direction and explosiveness rather than just going to the gym doing your random exercises and walking away from that so that was really cool insight Uh, What we've got for the next episode I'm really looking forward to is I ask Eloise, hey, when you started footy again after playing so much netball, what were the footy terms or or lingo that you just didn't understand, that just didn't make sense yet? Coaches just throw these terms out there because they assume we all understand them when it's really like, it's like a different language. Uh, What were those things? And then, yeah, we go through all that kind of stuff to, to help you understand anything that might be confusing to you if you're new to the game of Aussie Rules footy. So I'm really looking forward to that. 
Anyway, guys, thanks again. Make sure to like and subscribe and feel free to reach out if you've got any requests or questions you want us to cover in future episodes. Yeah, until next time, guys, have a good one.